0: are rewards and the advantages of spending time with God before you start your day. So you might not really be punished. I don't think like you're not going to be punished as you like you're not going to be directly punished. But it's even a punishment. It's not like cause and effect. If you don't spend time with God, spend time with other things. You're sewing you're always sewing something. And you end up reaping the fruits of what you sow. It's not a threat. I'm not letting anybody. <clears throat> but I'm saying that it's important that we spend time with God. Like we make time for him. And sometimes in the morning, if you're not able to keep up with it, as soon as you can, spend time with him. It's going to help regulate your day. Oh, this is... Get up for your
1: back. You can go ahead. Okay,
0: and what did you say? What is he about? <laughs> his first mission. That was his first mission.
1: Okay.
2: No, use any word, you can't.
1: Hello?
0: No, 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 keep going.
1: yeah okay
2: No problem.
0: <laughs> wow. That's really nice. You said something about stepping out into uncertain waters. So how can you apply that in your own life now? Since you believe that's God's message to you. I don't know. You know, wait, the thing is... If the Holy Spirit tells me something, I hardly remember. Like, people actually have to remind me most times. I try... I've trained myself not to... Unless it's somebody that needs serious following up or something. And by that, I mean someone that just gave their life to Christ. Because... What the following up you need is the Holy Spirit. You just need the basics of how to start talking to Him. So anyway... Don't worry, I think it's okay. You don't need to share more than that. But as long as you found out, you you know how it can be applied. Because you have not truly heard anything if you have not applied something. It's when you apply, you have actually heard. That's why you'd see in the Old Testament. The prophets were consistently telling the children of Israel that they have ears, but they cannot hear. Because to hear and to do are supposed to be the same thing. Yeah, that's why it's also important what we listen to. Because if you're not consciously doing something, something inside of you is un-
1: subconsciously doing something. Um. So...
0: chapter three. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to be reading Mark chapter 3. And three, three um, um, and I just I was actually really tired, honestly, because the meal that I had gave me pretty bad, bad because like, I had already, anyway. So um. I got. I think it's Psalm one hundred and eighteen, verse sixteen. Is it that one hundred and eighteen, verse sixteen, or one hundred and sixteen, verse eighteen? Not sure. Think it's one hundred and eighteen, verse sixteen. So let me just check. I'm here. No, no, no. No one is 115 I think. Let me see Okay, 116. I shall not it from my channel. Coming, coming, coming. This is 12. It's okay, that's 13. Verse 14, sorry. Come on. These books are long. I just said to confuse them. It's 118, yes. 14. So I don't know how I got there. To that particular page. And I was just there waiting. Because I was too tired. I honestly was. I felt emotionally exhausted. So I didn't just want to open. I was like, God, (laughs) you have to do something go. If not. Because now I understand the importance of quiet time, especially in the morning. Spending time with God, it's it's very important. I try not to miss it at all. And then, like I said yesterday, God always gives us the opportunity to spend time with Him. But it's easy, if you don't understand why He's giving you that time, it's easy to misinterpret it. It's easy to think the extra time you have today is for movies or is for and playing around or doing something else. Well, that extra time is for being productive. Spending time is good. <sighs> so, Psalms one hundred and eighteen, verse fourteen, and it says, "The Lord is my strength and my song, and He's become my salvation." So, I'll just read what I wrote down. Thou hast had pushed at me that I fell, but Hashem, Hashem is another name for God, means the, the name, because Jew, Jews feel, they believe that the name of God is too holy to just call. So they said Hashem is my strength and my song, and He is become my salvation. So, I spent time meditating on this, because like I said, I was tired, I was very, very tired, and I was waiting for something to happen. So, I was just reading, and the word um, strength is the word oz, I think it's oz, and it's from a verb that means to be strong or to strengthen. So, God has become our strength. We don't need to be strong in ourselves anymore. And I was using this app, blue letter Bible and it's just, it can show you the places that, <laughs> the, that, that the word has been used a few times. And... um. So, it showed me Ezra chapter 8 verse 22. In Ezra 8 verse 22, it says, For I was ashamed of, a ki- of the king. You know, in Ezra's story, they were basically walking into a wilderness. And in this wilderness, there were a lot of kings around them. And it was just him and the people of Israel. They were going from a land that they were sold into slavery for into. Like they were slaves in a certain land and they were moving back to their own land. So Ezra had already told the king that we don't need your strength because the good hand of God is upon us, upon all of them that seek him and his power and his wrath is with them, is against them that forsake him. His power is against and his wrath is against them that forsake him. So the word for power there is the same word for strength. That God has become our strength. The same power that is against the enemies of God. Then Psalm 8 verse 2 says, Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings sucklings hast thou ordained strength. And this strength again is the same um, phrase, the same word for strength that, that was used in Psalm 118. Um that was the strength because of mine of thine enemies, that thou mightest avenge, so that thou still the enemy and the avenger. Then this is what the Holy Spirit acts me to write. The new wine will only come into new bottles. Until the Lord becomes your strength, He can't fill you with strength. Because Mark chapter two verse twenty two says you will not put new wine into old bottles, even though the old bottles will bottles will burst. Being Holy Ghost is the strength from God the Holy Spirit is the song of God and his salvation mm. Let me see I still wrote some other things here Let me go see this one I'll see this one mm, So yes The strength of God strength of God There's something I sent to the prayer group. Um, We need to pray for for God to constantly remind us that He is our cup now. He is our cup. You know, the Bible still says, I like this verse, I've fallen in love with it, that we have become one spirit with God. We have become one spirit with God. Adam and Eve were one, but they still had to become one. They became one before they gave birth. What's the name of that? Their third son. Um, ah, what's his name? more? Sure. no, I can't remember his name. If I remember it But they needed to become one before they were able to give birth to his son, who was whole. When you see Cain and Abel, there was some kind of imbalance between them because. Um, Adam and Eve did not truly become one. They did not reconcile. They did not become one again. When they gave birth to those, when they brought forth those two, but they were able to reconcile and come together in truth. And honestly, when they became whole, they were able to produce a son that really was, you can say he was the son of promise. Let me just
1: check it because I don't want to forget the name third son
0: adam's third son seth yes
1: seth ah i dare forget it so ah
0: so yes we had to truly become one so get as much as we have become one with the Spirit of God, there is still a process to become one with Him. We are already one with God. God lives on the inside of us. That's why we don't need to... There was, um, <laughs> there was something... I won't talk about this. okay? Um, We have become one Spirit with God. God lives inside of us. We don't need to go far to communicate with Him. The point of fellowship, of being with people, is not to meet God here. because It's not like you're meeting God because God is far. Most of the time it's because, like I said, God we have not yet given Him priority, priority time during our day. So every opportunity we have, is like our spirits are very thirsty. So we just take as much as we can from those places. So you start to think there's something so special about this place. Meanwhile... The special thing is inside of you. You carry that special thing around. You carry that essence around. So, hey, Petra, good evening. Or good afternoon.
3: Good afternoon. How are you? I'm good.
0: How was your day? Or how is... Is it how is or how was... It's already in. Uh,
3: How, it it is already? Is, yes. it's How is good.
1: it? Yes. It's great. Ah,
3: that's
0: good. That's good to you. So yes, we're already one with God's spirit, but there's still a process to become one, truly become one. Just like Adam and Eve had to undergo a process to truly become one. They were already one. But in the process of growth, of learning more about themselves, of becoming more intimate, sharing their insecurities and all that and all that, they truly became one. And most times when we see in the Bible that a man knew or knows his wife, we think very, very quickly that they just mean <laughs> Jesus sexual intercourse or something like that, but they mean more than that. They mean basically opening up yourself to somebody. So when they say man knew his wife, it means they truly, literally knew themselves. They knew more about themselves. They learned more about themselves. It's, it's sometimes it's definitely not a the one-day thing. It's a process. But this is what God even wants with us. He wants to truly know us and he wants us to truly know him. Exposing ourselves to him. Allow him to see our our insecurities. Cause something something um there's this thing that was going around for a while. and mean people think no matter what you do, um it has no effect on your relationship with God. Something along those lines is very demonic. Our decisions matter. When, when in your mind or in your heart you say, God, I'm not going to allow you to enter this place, you are literally shutting the door. And the, the, God will still know what is happening there, but he'll be unable to help you and he'll be unable to give you his opinion about things. So you have to consciously say, God, I submit my will. I submit this area of my life to you. If you have an addiction, you say, Lord, I submit this addiction to you. If you have a problem with a friend, Lord, I submit this problem to you. And I told the story of how I had a problem of unforgiveness with a certain friend of mine who um I I I I don't want to give I don't want to place blame on anybody. But I had a problem with this person. So I thought I had forgiven her. I knew that anytime I saw her I still was very angry. <laughs> I still felt some kind of way in my heart. And I was like, God, what is going on? I thought I had forgiven this girl. Why does it still hurt so much? Because I know we are supposed to be wise and not hang out with them again. But if you're not careful, the devil would be hiding hate in your heart and you will not know. So I still have to um, submit this area willfully to God, literally. And when I did that, on a certain day, 'cause because I had to accept that I was hurt by this person. So when you hear people say things like, no, no, there is nothing anybody would do that can hurt me. Things like that. It's not always true. And if we are being honest with ourselves, we can also say that it's not always true. Sometimes it's because we've been so deeply hurt. Our own minds have tried to conceal that hurt. Like you're, you're injured, but you're hiding an injury. It doesn't mean the injury would heal. So I was doing something like that. I hate the injury of unforgiveness. And... God had to bring me to a place of repentance. After I submitted it to him, I said I want to forgive this girl truly. Because I was still, before I was giving him conditions, that's why I said our decisions matter. I was telling him that I would forgive her, but I will not talk to her again. I forgive her, but I will not do this again. I forgive her, but I will not unblock her. I was like, no, calm down. Forgive. That is just your job. Just forgive. First of all. Because... God, like I said, God is already inside of us. When we allow Him to enter into certain places in our hearts, He would enter and He will rule. Some of the prayer points we are asking for, we have never gotten them because we have not truly become one with God. We have not allowed Him into certain areas of our lives. It's like, God, you can have me this much, but please don't cross this line. Um, if it comes to how I talk to my siblings, don't don't go there it comes to my relationship with my parents, please, God, don't go there. I love you. I love to worship you. I love to praise you. I love to spend time in your presence. But don't talk about how um, I use curse words consistently. Don't talk about how um, if anybody annoys me, I change it for them. Please don't cross this line. And this is, these are the kind of conditions we give God at times. And you respect them. Because the fact that God can do anything in itself means that God does not do everything. There are things, there are orders that he operates, there are rules he follows. Because if you have a million to dollars today and impulsively you just start to spend, start to spend, start to spend, you're not in control of the money, the money is in control of you. 'Cause you can always calm down and decide that this is how I'm going to spend this money, this is what I'm going to do with it. The money is in control of you and you're not in control of it. So if God has all this power and he just impulsively does anything, he so he does not apply self-control. He the power is in control of him, he's not in control of it. And over and over again we can see us you can see in the Bible where God maybe he's angry and he wants to do something. And a man or a woman would intercede, and he would take, he would change his mind, he would cease from doing, committing or performing this action. And I also feel like just touching this again. What does it mean that God knows everything? It's very simple, yet it's also very complex. Because everything that's is simple, simple is actually really complex. Um. Let me not go into that first. Maybe another time. But yes, God will, will respect our will. He will respect our decisions until you allow Him to enter into your life. And He's not listening. He's listening to the words that we say with our mouth. Yes, it's important because out of the mouth, life and death, and the power of the tongue. But it's out of the abundance of the heart that the mouth speaketh. So you cannot say something in your heart and. You can and change something actually, you can pray. But you cannot confess, you cannot release it into the world, you cannot send it to work without speaking it out of your mouth. In the same way, you can say something out of your mouth and it's not even connected to your heart. So when you're saying God I submit everything to you, I submit everything to you. Sometimes we even sing it in songs. When our if our hearts are not there, it's not going to work. Um,
1: Oh my God! God,
0: God is here tonight, and He's ready for us. And He wants to become one with us. He's already one with us. But it, yes, this is the best way to explain omniscience—that God knows everything. He already knows everything. But he's present in every, like, he's the beginning and the end. He's at the end. He knows what would happen if you make this decision or this decision or this decision or this decision. But he's also here now. And he wants to be a part of the decisions that you make. Because if you see a child running around on a rough floor, you know this child before them you want the child you want the child the child refuses to stop the child falls down you knew the fact that you knew didn't change the fact that the child fell down because if the child had listened to you the child wouldn't have fallen down and we can think of it as the same thing when we think of how god knows everything yes he knows this would happen and that would happen but his love for us makes him present in that very moment when we are making the decision sometimes it's your conscience you'll be hearing the quotes the voice of your conscience Oh my god. So let's start by praying in tongues and giving thanks to God. Just thanking God. Praying spirit led prayers. Okay. Lord, I thank you. Lord I worship you. Bless your name. After that though, please if you're in a place you can omit yourself. Meet yourself, and we we'll just go. We we'll ride on the wings of the spirit. Shabara Wakarabada, Kambrindi misukuluko ikatiba ndorukupalaatibatsuko <laughs> i tarikaliyala. Shabara Wakaramanda lakarabada mashabari itu. Shiba. Kari ri kateru munus ashkalita er koliba ikande dukotolobusashka mabaraba kulaştia kalda di chachu spenewa vasdi kar kon khlimandus ai khalibaro bokoba shamaraba kalamandi makoski ai khandino kondinematiska ikula Kamara ah. mm. te tosti al kika ti rabandu shal karki bandu. E mele you, Lord. te rebe te rebe Lord. rebe te
3: Lord. te you May he give you glory, Lord, as we honor you. You are wonderful. You are worthy, O Lord.
0: Shabbat shalom. But just pray you no. Know, for now, like right, this is just what let's do. Just pray. Any words, any prayer you want. You
2: no, know, right
0: now it's not about prayer points. I just pray. Spending time with God. Bless his name. Tell him how good he is, how kind he is. And as you're praying, don't don't strong your head. Any thoughts that comes to your mind, pray about it. Even if it's food. I learned something that even if you feel like you're being distracted and you think of food, say God, thank you for the food. God, thank you because I can eat. Then you turn that distract that thing that was that came as a distraction. You turn it to a prayer point, a, a point of thanksgiving. You think of somebody that annoyed you. God, I thank you for the grace to forgive. Hi, Chinaza. So, um, I just praying. Okay. Hi, Daniela. Yeah. So yes, we're just praying, just praying, just speaking to God, telling sweet things, telling how kind He is, how grateful you are for your life, how graceful you you are for how far He has brought you. (sighs) Lord, we thank you, give you all the praise, Heavenly Father, we give you all the glory, There is none like you, none beside you, none can be compared with you. We praise your name. Praise your name, O Lord. We thank you. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. There is none like unto you. Please pray out. Speak out when you are praying. Try to speak out. At least for this point. This is the instruction for now. know that there are times where we don't speak out because those are also instructions. So we are led by the speed of God. So
3: we're
0: speaking
3: out. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Ora
0: va ne su la Thank
3: you
0: Lord. Lord, I give you all the praise and I give you all the glory. I exalt your name, Lord. I exalt your name. I exalt your name. I exalt your name. There is none like you. There is none that can be compared with you. You are the pillar that holds our lives. You are the foundation of our, our destinies you're the one that we can trust in you're the one that we can run to. we find our safety and our shelter in you we enter into you and we know that we are safe we call upon your name and we know that we are safe lord we give you all the praise we give you all the glory who can't be compared with you who is mighty like you are who is faithful like you are who is patient like you are you have become our song. You have become our song. You have become our song. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Thank you because even in our weakness, you have you were our strength. You did not just give us strength. You became our strength. Lord, I thank you. Lord I thank you. Thank you for not being sorry. Thank you for being so close. Thank you because your love overwhelmed you and pushed you into action. Lord, I thank you. Maho Shapanta, the 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 people in the world are living in the world. They are living in the world. They are living in the world. the
1: world. They are
3: living in the
1: Lord, I worship
3: you because of who you are. my beings of peace. Lord, I worship you because of who you are. Lord, I worship you. Because of who you, are. Salento ikama ala Dios e cra ti.
0: Ah, barapata sa pakay kati robo bon de mas
3: we put our confidence in Jehovah shamah.
0: Thank you Lord, the God that is everywhere, but CNS. Lord we, thank you. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. There is none that can be compared with
3: you. There is none like you. No one else can touch our heart like you do. We can start the only journey to God. There is no like you. Kabari beshuboli kaini kandi masu. Bar kai
0: itali kote mashia itali koraba bata. Elando Korki Alang. Just say something, say anything. You don't need to have the words. You don't need to have perfect think it says okay if you're waiting for some kind of long phrase or long thing to come to your mind you probably not say anything so just say anything at all thank you for the water that i drink thank you for the air that i breathe thank you for the floor that i step on thank you for the chair i can sit on thank you for the bed in my house my parents anything start from any little miracles start from the little ones start from the ones around you Thank you because I can afford Bible and paper.
1: Lord, I thank
0: you. Thank you for the job that I can find to do. Thank you for the thing I can set, put my hands to do. Thank you. Thank you for family. Thank you for fellowship. Thank you for Bible message. Thank you for the vision, person used to start it. Thank you for every member of Bible message.
2: Thank you for this
0: family. Thank you for this place that we are in. Thank you because we are here. We find ourselves here. Thank you for accountability.
1: Thank you for your
0: word. Thank you for your truth. Thank you for how much you love us. Thank you for knowing and understanding that we can make mistakes, yet not being able to withhold yourself or stop yourself from coming to help us. Lord, we thank you. We give you all the praise. There is none like you. There is none like you. You are the light of the world and the light in our lives. Lord, we give you all the praise. We give you all the glory.
1: Mm.
3: One can't compare to you. One can compare to you, Lord. You're the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We praise your name. Hey, Ali. Lord, we praise your name. We praise your name. We praise your name. You praise your name, like the song does. And the song is, song. Thank you, Lord. Thank you
0: because someday okay. you are coming to take us home. Thank you because some you come and get we, we get to stay here. We get to take dominion here. We get to rule on this earth. Ah, God is good.
3: I know a God who's merciful and kind. I'm the apple of his eyes. The thought that fills his heart. Every morning, noon and night. He loved me when I didn't care, and was patient till I came running back into His arms. Dad. Look how He turned my life around you in the shining light. His glory to me. I will worship You forever, love You forever, because. His God is too good. Old. I will worship You forever, love You forever, because this God is too good. Oh, <sighs> thank You, Lord. He died. He
0: Thank you, Lord. Yeah, that's our prayers. So yes, so yes. Ah, thank you, Lord. Find solace in You alone. Times of doubt and times of strange happenings all around. Oh my God, thank you, hey, Jesus.
3: What okay. shall I render unto Jehovah? For He has done so very much for me. What shall I render to Jehovah? For He has done so very much. For me.
1: Higher.
0: Shattered. Kamala Bhagavasa, Balabhadra Bhagatam,
3: Shyam Lituundi, Abhreto Goshtyal, Kali Kalitundi. I cannot call on your
1: name.
3: Then don't kiss him. No way. No way. I cannot bow before you. I bow down in tears. No way. No way. You are my God. No, oh, oh my God. And he did come.
0: And he did test us. And we passed the test. God, we thank you.
1: Lord, we praise
0: you. We adore you. Thank you. Thank you for all that you do for us. Ah. Thank you, Lord, for all that you do for us. Thank you for all that you do for us. Thank you for the things that we have not shown gratitude for. Thank you for the miracles. Thank you for showing up. In the midst of a world of inconsistencies, Lord, you keep showing up.
1: Oh, my God.
0: And I know that this is a time of fellowship but I would like us to just um, somebody made a comment about Stephanie great singer. How she always sings and worships like it's only her and Jesus in the room. And I know that we're here together, but don't allow that to stop you from fellowshipping with God personally. He does want to have you speak to Him. He wants to hear your voice, your authentic voice, the voice that comes from your heart. Not just what you say, because you can say words from your mouth. and I've done it before. I'm not talking from someone's experience. I used to do it. There are times I used to do it. At times I still fall into that habit. The Holy Spirit will remind me that Genesis, this is not how to worship. No worship from your head. Worship from your heart. If your heart is not in it, you can Might be wasting your time. Your words will sound nice, but then the things you're saying—are you really saying them to God? Can God hear you? Samuel came to a house. He wanted to choose the next king, and he saw somebody who was who looked like it. You can see this person can represent the person whose worship looks perfect. That person can still have a heart that is for God, and God can choose them. But he's not judging based on what is showing outside, based on what is happening in your heart. So let everything you do, everything you express, be an, an expression, an outward reflection of what is going on internally. So, I'm just going to pray again. And I'm not going to give us any prayer points. I don't know if I'll give any guidelines. I'm just going to spend time with God. I'll advise that you can, close your eyes. Imagine there's a, there's a certain man of God that said, when he started his relationship with God, he would sit down on one chair and put a chair in front of him. And in, in, he would allow himself to believe that the Holy Spirit is coming to sit down there to talk to him. There are many people that will tell you that if you hear them talking to God it's like they're talking to another person. They don't make up these things. We are not our minds are very powerful, but they're not powerful enough to make up a God. Because any God you make up, you have to sustain. The God of the Bible, you cannot sustain him. He has his own opinions, he has his own feelings, he makes his own decisions. God is not far away. God is not in the church. Going to church has its importance, but you're not going. You're not. The reason you're going to church is not because you can only meet God here. The reason you came here to pray today is not because you can only meet God here. God is inside of you, but sometimes when, when we forget or maybe you're not aware, God uses the church or places like this to remind you that I am already here. He's already inside your body. Your spirit is one with Him already. But my pastor would say the journey from salvation to sanctification is free. But from sanctification onward, the journey you have to get. his work you need to put in. You need to be disciplined. You need to bring your flesh under submission because there's another journey that you're starting from there. God is already inside of you, He's already one with you, but you're still becoming one with Him. Everything you need is already available, but you need to receive it. You need to allow yourself gain access to it. You need to allow yourself go through the processes you need that, that are like necessary for those things that you want. You wonder like, why sometimes you pray for a lot of money. You want? To see? Okay, sorry. So sometimes you pray for a lot of money or you pray for a business deal, and times you see somebody will dash you money you think the money is the answer to your prayers? Um, that's not lame, God. Sometimes that one is just a test. How faithful will you be with it? You don't just go and spend everything forgetting that there was once a day you were broke. How would you now misuse this one? It's surprising the kind of things God tests us with. Sometimes we think the test is the blessing itself. I can even go as far as saying that Abraham never truly would have been satisfied with Isaac if he had not tried to sacrifice him, because at that point, when he was willing to let him go to God, he received him again. Isaac was reborn at that time. Isaac was old. Isaac was not thirteen years or fourteen years. He was like thirty something. I think thirty-six, about thirty-six years old. If you... you, Which account is that? I'm not sure. I read Isaac and Ishmael's conversation. Ishmael said that he was eight years when he got um, circumcised, but Isaac was only eight days old. And that Isaac doesn't love God as much as he says he does. And then Isaac replied to Ishmael that even if even as I'm old now, if God asks me to die for him, I will die for him. That conversation, after that conversation, God came to Abraham. It was like when when we like when we pray prayers like God bless me, God bless me, God bless me, God will now say, Okay. And then he will come to your helper and speak to this person, okay, give this person a certain amount of money. They give you the amount of money. God says sacrifice it. Sometimes sacrificing it is not giving it to church. Sometimes sacrificing is being, being faithful with it. It means going to a shop, you knowing you can afford <laughs> you can afford things that you don't need but just buying what you need and leaving. That is sometimes that is just the sacrifice. Faithfulness. Consistency. God gives you a hundred K today, maybe in your business. And the next day you forget to pray. <laughs> <laughs> or you wake up you you do not spend time with him. Or when they say you should fast it's more difficult. It's actually I've noticed when everywhere is feels much better or more comfortable, fasting is it, it feels like you're forcing yourself to it's your flesh. So yes. Okay. During your on week no problem no problem no problem no problem okay so what was I saying we're going to pray just allow the words come out allow the words come out just close your eyes and Realize that everywhere you are, God is there with you. Sometimes when we try to imagine him, we don't know exactly what to imagine. Do you imagine a tall man standing behind you? Do you imagine some kind of force field around you? Don't worry about all that. (laughs) Images will form by themselves. Sometimes you even have to reject them when they are too much. But just know, allow yourself believe that everywhere you are, God is there with you. Sometimes when we pray for something better, time, Emmanuel, sometimes when we pray for something big, and we see something not as big, or we see, it looks like our prayer points have been answered, it's because it's one of the reasons is the Bible says, he who is faithful in little, be faithful in much. God's little is not our little. Sometimes you feel like God has already answered your prayers and he's just like, not yet. This is just a test. You'll see a large amount of money in your account one day and you'll be like, ah, God, I finally made it. I'm finally very successful. God is like, no, this is just a test. At some point, it will even look like everything you've ever prayed for has come to pass. God is like, calm down. You've never reached anywhere. This is just a test. So you have to start from that little, that thing that you call little, that seed. It supplies to us in all, all times in our lives. For example, I go to a class and I ask God for a certain score. And I get that score. And I feel like that is it. I've made it in my life. But is that really it? If I'm not faithful, if I don't continue to study, if I don't continue to work, will I get that score again? Because we tend to be short-sighted, short-sighted. Sometimes you're praying for your parents, you're praying for your family, and it doesn't yet manifest. I remember praying for my dad to treat me better at some point and i think the day that day or the day after he just lashed out i was even scared i was just looking at him i was like why are you overreacting like this it was a test because when i prayed for my dad to act better the instruction god gave me was no matter what he does i should treat him like i would treat him when he acts like the best father or like what i wanted him to be so it's easy when you're when you're always pointing the finger you'd see everybody else as the problem but you never realize that also, you also have problems just listening to Nigerian talk generally people talking about the government and all that and complaining about all this what in your own life what kind of standards do you maintain I know the government has, has responsibilities you don't have responsibilities in your own life how well do you handle them it's always easier to bring down people and shoot down people I avoided all conversations concerning RCCG in the past week. I will not talk about it. I'll just be quiet. Nearly I heard the news. I just packed my things from my room, went to one place like this, and I just prayed. And it was spending like how many hours there. That's actually how I'm supposed to react to everything that is better. You're saving yourself a ton of problems. And I heard some news about Nigeria from Nigeria or something, there was one about a rape, there was one about a girl that was kidnapped, I just went to pray, because I don't want to speak from my flesh, the Bible says we do not judge things after the flesh, we judge things after the spirit, the disciples were with Jesus for how long, they kept seeing him as just some guy, just some prophet, till today some people think Jesus was just a prophet because they are descending after the flesh. They are just thinking in their body, in this physical body, in their mind, in their abilities. They do not allow anything divine come to. In past one week, past few weeks, I have not allowed myself enter certain kinds of conversations. Stop pointing fingers. If you want to pray for Nigeria, pray for Nigeria. I know the leaders are incompetent. You hear me when I'm praying. I'm always praying against incompetence because they're incompetent. They don't know what they are doing. But when you're praying, when you're when you're saying some things, be aware that these people are human beings too. The same way you can make a mistake, the same way anybody else can make a mistake. Judge not, lest you be judged. And that doesn't mean if you say somebody is wicked, God will say you're wicked. No, it means the standard you're using to measure their wickedness is like the scale you're using to measure them. God is going to use that same scale to measure you. So if the scale is broken that you use to measure them, it's the broken scale that will bring your own. In Romans, Stephen the one in the book of Romans is even worse. It says that every time you judge, you plant a seed. When you plant one seed of corn, you don't get one seed of corn. You get much more. So sometimes if you judge not, I know some parents are not the best at times. They are able to, because everybody is able to make a mistake. I know sometimes you hear them, maybe you're, you're having a long conversation and the only word that stands out to you is the one that makes you angry, the one that makes you feel like this parent, my parents, It's not even a good parents, if When you're working in a certain shopping mall, you would see all the other people's parents holding their children. You would notice them suddenly. You say, ah, I wish my parents could be like <laughs> Hey! Like I said, I'm not talking from somebody else's experiences. There were times where I thought like this. God helped me to see that my problem was not them. The problem was never them. What are you in control of? Yourself. Your own decisions. Your own reactions. Somebody said nothing that happens at all is good or bad depending on it's only how do you put it, like it's how you react to them that makes them good or bad. Just like I said, when you're praying, um there was something someone sends to a group a month that when you're praying and maybe you suddenly start thinking of food. Maybe you're praying warfare prayers and you suddenly start thinking of what you would eat. Don't allow that guilt grip you. God, thank you for the food. God, thank you because you consistently provide. But you're praying for your parents, you're praying for finances, and you start remembering something else. Don't allow, you don't allow guilt to chase you out of the presence of God. Repent. Allow God himself give you instructions instead of allowing your your flesh respond anyhow. Because there are times you would have to pray when you don't feel like praying. There are times you would have to fast when you don't feel like fasting. I've been there a few times. You wake up one morning hungry. I like making up my mind the nights before. In India, I want to fast. So even if I wake up hungry, I just redirect my focus. Some days I feel very tired. I should have even fast today. But there's already something I've made with God. I think God has told me. Fasting kills pride. I feel like if you fast at time, self, yeah. Your bad bad character traits just come to the top. You are fast, you know, but sometimes you see yourself, you want to you want to change it for somebody, you want to beat somebody up, you want to shout at them. The fasting thing is working. That's why you're noticing those things. You won't have noticed them before. Before, food would have blinded your your belly. But now you're hungry, and somebody is making you angry, and you realize that, wait, it's like there's actually an anger issue here somewhere. said a lot of things. I don't know who anything I said was for. I can only imagine, I can only guess who was supposed to hear what. But God is too intentional to make you hear all that by mistake. Something was meant for you. And I'm going to remind us about this. Um, whether you like it or not, you're going to be tested. People that pray, people that serve God, people that do things in God's way, get tested. People that don't get tested. The test is, the, the, the part of, okay, let me say it like this, bad things or things that are unexpected happen to everybody. The only difference would be your preparation before those things come. How much, how well will you be prepared before those things that come would come. In Hebrews, I think it's Hebrews 12, it says God is going to shake the heavens and the earth. Everything will be shaking. And only that which cannot be shaking will remain. It's your job to prepare. If you prepare, it's better for you. If you don't prepare to, you'll you. <laughs> Meet you on your own. Psalm 91 says, I will set him on high because he has known my name. I heard a story of how some people were doing a meeting in a penthouse, like a very, very tall building. there were on the top floor. And there was an earthquake in the town. And they came down and they did not know that there was an earthquake because they were so high up. It is your job to position yourself in the place where God would position you, where he wants to put you. Because God says, I will set him on high because he has known my name. Everything is going to be shaking, but where are you going to be at that time? It's not a literal penthouse. Because the shaking that is happening is not just earthquake. Sometimes it's news. You hear a sudden, you hear something suddenly. How do you react? So I already told you my own secret. I just go to God. I don't think anything. Try not to jump to any conclusions. Any wild thoughts trying to run run wild in my head. I silence them, command them to stop. And I go on, I spend time with God and I pray. If you know me, or if you've been here for a while, you probably know there's nothing special about me. There's nothing, by nothing special, I mean there's nothing I'm saying that God cannot do in your own life. I'm not intimidated. I'm not scared. I'm not worried that you would grow so much spiritually and someday not need me. <laughs> Please go. Grow. grow and overgrow. I've grown the point of you being here is so that the list of the results that I have gotten, it will be like your own starting point. I mean I'm going to be very great. Honestly speaking, I'm being very plain. In every aspect, every sense of the word. So you must you are going to do much better just by being here. So please, if you have not been reading your Bible every day, first thing in the morning when you wake up, read your Bible. Try not to make excuses. If it's an appointment with maybe a job employer, a job you have been dreaming about. Think about any job you have been dreaming about. Maybe you want to buy a phone and they tell you that if you do this job in your first month, they will pay you the amount of money you need to buy this phone. iPhone 12 Max Pro. Pro Max. And you're able to get an appointment with this man <laughs> if it's not finished, if it's not finished, why won't we do the same thing with God why do we why have we limited the God of the universe so much? Most of the time it's because we are afraid we're afraid God would ask us to give up too much or He would ask us to do something we're not willing to do at that point in time. I'm not. Sure. I'm not judging anybody. Like I said, I've been there too. At times, I find myself there. It Takes the grace of God to bring somebody through that, but know that that grace is available. God is not afraid of our problems. We don't serve a God that would. That maybe you, if you pray to them and say God, maybe you pray to them and say God, I, I'm facing all these things. God is not going to run out. Um, God is not going to be like ah, can should this guy come back again? Should this person come back with all these problems? I remember praying one time something was heavy on my mind, and before I could even pray, it felt like God was laughing. It felt like He slapped it out of my hand. Like what sort of small thing is this? This is a small thing for me. I think that was what I heard in my spirit, like very loudly. I was I came with tears. <laughs> I thought this problem was going to finish me. I think that time I entered a bad business deal. One of them, child. One of those times. Some other times it was problems with different people. I was like, God, this doesn't even finish me. I didn't think it finish me if you don't help me. <laughs> then I, there was one time I was actually even crying. I was like, not like literally crying, but wailing. Really, I feel like that is even worse. I was just, <laughs> and then God slapped it out on my hand. This is a small thing for me. But guys, it's a finish that makes us not do certain things for God. If you had a meeting with Dangote tomorrow morning by 6 o'clock, do you know this man can change your life, so mm-hmm. i assure you, you would make it to the meeting. God is greater than Dangote. God is greater than all these billionaires or millionaires. Peter was a fisherman, and Jesus said that He is able to give Peter. He was able to give Peter 100 fold of everything Peter. They were successful so fishermen. 100, 100 fold. Actually, like one of the interpretations I got is 100 fold is raised to power 100. So two times. Th- actually, I think this is like. From raised to power sixteen, you cannot count again. Two times one hundred is two hundred, but two raised to power one hundred, I cannot, I'm not calculating that for please. But two raised to power one hundred is a lot. The disciples were not broke; they were very, very wealthy. They were doing very, very well, but they decided what was of more value to them. What was more important to them. So serving God doesn't mean you will not do well here, but it means your eyes is like your eyes are focused, are fixed on your heavenly ways. The things that you get here are just an additional thing. Doesn't mean you won't work. It means you work and your work will pay off, pay off better. Doesn't mean you won't study. It means you study, you will have deeper understanding. And you'll be able to ace all your courses. Just say amen. You'll be able to ace all your courses and come out very successful. If you have passed that stage, means God can restore everything that you, you lost. God is never too late. He doesn't run out of time. I actually remember a song that says that. Uh, I was singing it for a while. I remember who died first. I lost somebody that time. I was just singing this song. The prob- Any problem we face is very powerful. If that draws us closer to God, pushes us farther away from Him. Some of the questions we have are not even really the questions in our hearts. You lose something most of the time. Your question is not why did you lose this thing. It's all that you're in pain because of what you've lost.
1: Let's send somebody this link to was mm. just... I uh, was I could try so sorry. Yeah. Sorry about that. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry. Um
0: The greatest miracle is when somebody allows Christ to come into their life. They receive Jesus into their life. They allow themselves to become one with God. If you have if you have not been sure for a while and you want to be sure today that God is in your life. Anything could have happened. And it's possible you believed once. Well maybe now you don't really believe again, you're not sure. Maybe you've sinned too much. Maybe you feel like you've sinned too much and God is not going to forgive again. Does not sure you again. It doesn't matter how far you think you have gone? So tonight the Lord himself is making his appeal to us, each and every one of us, at different levels. Some of us have completely chased God out of the door. We hardly see who has even had gifts before. have experienced gifts of the Holy Spirit before. Something happened and the work with God was interrupted. These gifts were no longer working. For another person, it could be that you actually are working with God. Working with God, but you have not um, allowed Him touch some aspect of your life your relationships. You have not allowed Him rule. And you have deceived yourself that you have. But in your own heart, you know that there's something God is asking for. You're not really willing to give. In case I need to make it clear, God is able to do more than Dangote or any of these people financially. God is worth more than any relationship we have kept to lose. So I want us all to just close our eyes and pray. Whatever your own is. If you don't think you're ever, ever mentioned to self, it's good. Ask God to show you. Because Paul said, let's think that his stands. Be weary, lest be full. Because sometimes at that point you think you stand there. If God starts to reveal some things to you, you bend your head. <laughs> and you realize that, oh my, myself, I need God. We never outgrow God. We never outgrow being His child. Repentance is not a one-time prayer. Repentance is a realization. It comes from a realization that I've been doing something wrong and I can do better. God's grace can empower you to do better. Maybe you are addicted to porn. You are addicted to different things. It could have, it could be that you always needed somebody to touch you somewhere, your body needed some kind of thing I don't know whatever it is God can heal you, and you will not even look like what you've been through. I definitely don't look like what I've been through, just like Nathaniel Bassi's song said. Don't look too far to see how good he is. Just look at me. Many times, <laughs> I don't even know if I should talk about some of these things. I've been through most stories. A lot of things, are yeah. Dictated in a lot of ways, different things. He's not even shown my face. At some point I was even trying to it. I, I would literally put myself out there so people would notice me. Because I was doing all these things to harm myself or to feel bad and nobody was pitying me. Nobody was giving, paying me any attention. Addicted at some point. Had bad relationships at some point. I'm not going to feel, I'm not going to put any full stop. I don't think any sin that I have done or had committed should be reason you respect or not respect me. That's your choice. But whatever it is that is in your own life, and for some of us, you're just sitting down or you're standing and you're seeing your own sin, you're seeing your own problem, looking at you in your eye. Mean that figuratively, it's your problem. The thing that God wants you to deal with is on your mind. You cannot shake the feeling. It's the Holy Spirit—it's an addiction that that needs to go. Just submit it to God. It's not about it disappearing or stopping or you not feeling like it anymore. This problem is too big for you to handle by yourself. nice you need to submit. to tap out I say God I have no fit I cannot handle this thing again this problem is big God help me yes, I started this session God stop praying God help me God help me recover from the shock from the people that have been lost let me recover from all the pictures I saw, all the pain that is going on. Help me recover from all the trauma that seeing this has brought up.
1: Help me Lord, help us.
0: We were on our own, just walking. You saw two people in a relationship doing all manner of things. And you made us made some of us here. We are speaking about some of us. Made you feel somehow. You're just on your own. You it's not send these people. These people chose to do it in a public place. And since that time your body has been doing you somehow. You don't know what's going on. You're even scared now that yourself will fall into this sin. I pray for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. You see that you are strong enough to overcome the obstacle. If sin will not overcome you, you would win. Some of us here are already in relationships. You have tampered with things you should not have tampered with. The Bible says there are some things sexually you should not turn on before their time. Some of us have already done that. God can restore. I pray for Mm -hmm. restoration. Pray that God closes doors that we open willingly and uh, knowingly, or unknowingly doors that would harm us. Sometimes we even open doors that are good for us, but when we see certain problems, we don't know how to handle them anymore. I mean, for me, my imagination, God has restored it. I'm able to see and able to um see things learn things. I don't even, have visions I see, I don't even close my eyes to see them, to see them with my eyes open. I'm looking at somebody's face and God is painting a picture about them. And it looks real, yet it's not, I mean it looks, it's as real as the person, the person cannot see it, I'm seeing it. I didn't know that it's imagination. Those Good evening Professor David. I didn't know that the imagination that was turned on would also affect me and I was grieving. <laughs> and I was unable to stop certain pictures from popping up in my head. I was battling with my brain. Like last night, ah, I was battling with my brain. There's no one to remember pictures of a friend that I lost. Memories. Oh my God, I just had to submit. Ask God for help. I went to sit in a dark room. Though the memories came flooding me, So many memories. Even the ones I thought I had forgotten. They just came back up. So we just need to pray. Different things that God has given us have different purposes. Different um, ways that we should utilize them. But if the light you think you have is darkness, oh what great darkness it is. The things you think you know, the things you think are correct, end up being wrong. How wrong they are. This prayer point, or if what I've just said speaks to you or talks about you in any way, I think you can even indicate. If you would like me to pray with you, you, can indicate. I would love to. Mm. I cannot judge. I do not have the ability to. I submitted my judging soul <laughs> to God. So, um, I realized that the only thing that is helping me to stand is the grace of God. I'm just going to read this again for us. Until the Lord becomes your strength, He cannot fill you with strength. The Holy Spirit is the strength of God. From God, the Holy Spirit is the song of God. So you will be feeling tired, you will be feeling like you'll not be able to be consistent with God. You know, you're, you're focused on the wrong thing. You're still thinking it's you that is carrying yourself. You have become one spirit with God. It's God that is carrying you. And once you have allowed Christ into your life, not just as Savior, but you allow Him to rule. You allow Him to say, do this and you do it. Do that and you do that. It's no longer your ability you function by. You function by, by the power of God. The grace of God starts to carry you. Just like eagles, can even where, even in the darkest of storms, eagles can fly over the storm. And they fly on. Sometimes they don't even need to flap their wings when they are that high. They just so the wind itself will carry them. So sometimes it's like you just need to take your um, allow yourself to meet with God in the sky. <laughs> sometimes it just takes once, one time of true intimacy. You're not looking for a feeling when you're praying or reading your Bible. You don't have to feel like the word is jumping out at you every single time. Sometimes the feeling does not appear. What would you not do? So that's the decision to be consistent in the time that we spend with God. Every single day spend time with God. If you can afford to, please do it in the mornings. And like I said, if you have a class very early in the morning, you wake up for it. In the morning, you wake up for it. So if you have a date and or a meeting with God early in the morning, I assure you it's important enough to wake up for. It is Jesus knew this. You cannot claim to be following Jesus if you cannot live his lifestyle. It doesn't mean if you have not been doing it, you are going to hell. It doesn't mean if you don't do it, you are going to hell. That's not what I'm saying. Hell is not even when we die. For many people, hell has already begun here now. Some people are going through such immense suffering and they don't even know. That's why Jesus said, the light you think you have is darkness. What great darkness it is. You know what would make a person think that having sex with many women would give them some kind of gratification. It's darkness now. And they think they have sense. They're making many people cry, making many women cry. Politicians stealing money from the poor. They think it's going to make their life better. It's great darkness. What was I going to say? I'm sorry. <laughs> but <clears throat> Allow yourself to spend time with God every single day. When he wakes you up in the morning to spend time with him. Imagine someone that loves you so much that he's like, Please come and stay with him. We need to allow ourselves to become God's children again. Otherwise, we have become too grown up for God. Start following too many routines or schedules. You put God into boxes. Don't give God an hour in your day. Allow Him. Give Him your entire day. He knows you're in school. You realize that, right? He knows you have work. He knows you have things to do. If He asks you to give Him everything, He's seen something you're not seeing. Just like the example I gave of a child, an older person is looking at a child running around, and you know that the floor is not good. You know, like the older person can see that this child will fall. You can warn the child. If the child doesn't listen, the child will fall. God sees your entire day. He sees everything that can happen, but His love keeps on compelling Him to do something to help you in the moment. Your decisions matter. What you choose to spend your time on matters. You cannot claim, let's let our love for God stop being with words only. This is why many people have refused to become Christians. Because people are claiming to be Christians, but their lifestyle is showing something else. Can you blame them? I have a few friends who would have followed God more steadfastly. With not not a bad experience they had with someone who was always going to church. Not judging any of them. Nobody is right. You, you don't have any excuse. They don't have any excuse not to come to church. But the point I'm trying to make is, let our love for God not just be in doing, I mean, saying, but in doing. Jesus was asked a question. I mean, sorry, um, the mother and brother and sister of Jesus came during a certain meeting. Came to meet their their family member. And he sent word to Jesus that your family is outside. And he said, my family is everyone who does give will of God. He didn't say this himself. He said, does. The doing part. There is grace to do. It's not by our abilities that we're going to do. We cannot sustain it. God has provided for everything. Can go back and read the session I sent on rest. Can read the entire chapter of Hebrews chapter four. The gospel of rest is the gospel of Jesus. The work you you we have rested from our own labor. Everything we do now we flow by grace. Maybe you man you know that this thing that this boy is saying this consistency I'm unable to do it. I don't know how I can do it. I don't know how I'll pray every really. day. It's okay. You don't need to know everything now, but decide that you are going to do your part. You're going to try because the Bible says, come boldly to the throne of grace. You'll obtain mercy and find grace to help. Let me explain something to you. Coming boldly is your part. Obtaining mercy is God's part. Finding grace to help is your part. Coming boldly, realizing that in your own abilities, you cannot do enough is your part. God's part will give you mercy. He's providing the grace too. But you still find the grace. How do you find the grace? You believe that God has answered you. believe that God has given you the grace. And you start. And every day you just see that. ah, One day you've come. You've spent time with God though. The next day again. When what happened? One week. One month. One year. two years. My prayer for us is that. 50 to 60 to 70 years from now. We'll be looking back. And saying. We'll just be smiling. Have you seen people who have been spending time with God every day for 40 years and above? Have you seen how how they they should be looking older than they are? Some of them, their joy is just so full. I'm watching a movie. Do I watch my movies? Some guys can take me one week. So I'm watching a movie about Harriet Strube and two Man. This woman was a prophetess. She would pray. She She would basically pray. God would show her. She, she used to set slaves free. So she would go collect the slaves and pray. But we should pray before she goes. And God will show her the path to follow. And the slave owners would not be able to catch her or stop her. Excuse me. There's no way anybody can tell the story of this woman without mentioning God. God is glorified. And there's no way you can mention American history, at least concerning black people. American history in general without mentioning her name, Harriet Tubman, the Tubman, prophetess Harriet Tubman. Every single day, spending time with God. If you forget to do it in the morning, stop yourself. Either during your... You know five minutes prayer is actually powerful. Five minutes
2: genuine prayer.
0: That maybe that day you've been very busy... God, I'm really sorry. I forgot to pray today. Please help me. Forgive me. And you just go and sit down somewhere. Look at your time. Five minutes or ten minutes. You open, a, you open your Bible anywhere. In your Bible app or whatever. Or you browse. And what does the Bible say about forgiveness? Anything, literally. Or you search a certain Bible verse that comes to your mind. You don't know where it is. And just said. Search M, um, ye are the branches, KJV. The verse will come out. Then you pray, you read the Bible, you close your eyes. More. God, thank you for your word. Please, Lord, let your word minister to me. Show me how I can apply it in my life. That is it. Then you go and you go about your day. Let us allow God to become important in our lives again. Not just by what we say, but by what we do too saying is important. What are you doing? Paul said, shall we abide in sin that grace should continue to abound? How many times do you keep using the excuse of grace or forgiveness? It's there, but that grace is not helping you grow, or in, in the sense of the word, at least in this use. You're not growing. and in the same place. You're seeing the same test. You're, you're having to do the same test over and over again. You need to pass it. Please let us make spending time with God a priority. Every single day before the start, of, at, least at the start of your day. Not saying spend one hour or three hours. We grow so that our capacity will develop but spend time with Him. It's the quality of the time that is important. If you're spending 5 minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes with God, and your focus during that time is very, very powerful. You know, when you can spend 5 minutes in the morning, 5 minutes in the afternoon, 5 minutes in the evening, 10 minutes, but you'll not even know when it's increased to 10 minutes. God's presence is addictive. It's beautiful. Spending time with God is amazing. It will, it will increase naturally. But it's about the quality of the time. Sometimes you just see yourself, you start praying, start praying. You slowly open your eyes, you look at your watch, see that time has reached for you to go. Just say, thank you, Jesus. You go and do what you need to do and you go about your activities. Who do you think reminded you to open your eyes at that time? There are lots of ways that God speaks to us, honestly. And I don't know why he's having us talk about this particular topic this much today. But it is well. Pray God gives us and reminds us that he has given us grace to spend time with him. So does anybody have any prayer points that you'd like us to pray about? Because like I said, I, I said yesterday, I don't want anybody to leave here feeling like um, sorry, I don't want anybody to leave here feeling like we didn't pray about their problem or we didn't really address their own issue or what's on their mind. If the prayer points are even plenty self, we'll just type them in the chat. But please if you have a prayer point, actually I want to speak up or say something. Or if you're shy, type it. Okay. Um Is it Obiora?
2: David,
0: I don't remember what were you typing here for.
2: MDB. Hello, good evening. Oh, good evening, sir. Yes, uh, I'm glad I was able to connect. <laughs> um, good. Yes, Mngora and well, just to uh, see if we could. I have two two prayer points. Um, okay, okay. One of them is for uh, Mr uh, Daniel. He, okay. he told me that they were going to wake him up today, so just that he his body will react uh in, in improve right yeah and yeah and I was praying on the uh, earlier. Um, for him, uh, for no, no spirit of uh, guilt or condemnation will come to, to his heart, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And the second, third point is, um, well, I'm, I will be preaching this uh, Sunday at church. So. Congratulations. That's really nice. Yes. <laughs> so to... But to extend that point to to all of us, right? Mm-hmm. That this week we may be um, sensitive to to God's voice, to be able to understand whenever He speaks to us, right? And mm-hmm. to be guided, because we know that He guides our steps, right? So how do want to say be uh, mindful of his presence in, in our mm-hmm. lives um, that would be mm-hmm. that we could be uh, obedient and sensible to his voice
1: mm-hmm. right.
0: you have some kind of do you have a spiritual mental
1: it... I'm
0: sorry? Do you have a spiritual mentor?
1: Mm. Um, Someone
0: um, that can uh, pray for you or pray over you?
2: Well, um, I was, I had this pastor that I used to work with him, but he moved um, to the United States. Okay. So we we talk, but not that often. So. We used to be closer, and now we, whenever we talk, it's like we were always together, right? But mm-hmm. uh, we don't talk as often as I, as which
0: Um So I would like you to do something.
2: I would like okay. you to
0: try as much as you can to connect with him, and ask okay. him to pray over you. Okay. Because um, I think that that's what really speech much. It's, okay. a, it's a form of honor. Um, let him know that you still remember how you you were and you cherish the relationship. Make him feel valued and loved. You're not deceiving him. Okay. You're telling him the truth. Um, you okay. miss him. Let him know because sometimes we assume that um, people just know but they really don't. So a lot of times you need reminders. And I feel like the people we look up to the most deal with the most. The people who seem to be the most joyful have mm-hmm. so many things that could make them not joyful or not as joyful so um reach out to him okay just ask him that you'd like him to pray over you can even ask him if he has anything if anything comes to his spirit that you can minister on okay. because god honors honor when we honor men god honors that's that's honor. Every, you know, I don't think there's anything in my life that's has like really worked out that's not as a result of honoring somebody,
2: honoring,
0: honoring my parents consistently, honoring spiritual mentors, honoring even um, cleaners or people who take care of who watch the kids, and I greet them. Sometimes if I can, if they're if they willing to tell me their names, I'll learn their names. I'll make them feel loved. These are these are they seem small. But it's these things that really propel us a lot in the spirits and in the things relating to God because God honors honor. So I'd like you to do that. Try to reconnect with him. And again, okay. I'm not I don't know. I know this person. I don't know about this. It's the Holy Spirit that revealed them and that revealed it. If you didn't tell me about your relationship, I wouldn't have known. So it's, it's between you, him, and God. So okay. I'd like you to just be um, conscious of that. Steward this relationship make him know that like what i try to do with some of my friends and people i really honor even people that I don't uh, are not like spiritual mentors i make them feel like our relationship there's nothing they can do to escape it that's right like, even if it's after two months maybe we have not chatted i would do what i can to chat them up again this relationship you're not going to escape it so, like, do that. Put that pressure. Let him know that somebody really misses him here. Let it be undeniable. Because so the devil is a liar. The people who are strongest face the strongest trials. Just like people who, can, who look the most muscular, they have to carry the heaviest weights. It's the same way it really is for everybody. So, um, please, I'd like it to do that.
2: Sure, I will.
0: Okay, thinking, yeah. Thank you. Um, so does anybody else have any problems? We prefer everything together. Does anybody else have any prayer points? Just on
1: me, your mic and talk if you have a prayer points.
0: What is happening tomorrow? My friend, she's traveling um, tomorrow. She's going back home, so I want us uh, to pray for her. And I'm also traveling. Right now. So, yeah. Wait, I can't hear you, I can't hear you clearly, You're trusting God for us. No, I said my friend is traveling tomorrow. Mhm.
3: She's going back home, so I want us to pray for journey. Mess- and I'm also going back home on when? Friday. Oh Friday. On Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> My other friend, she went back here. I just want us to pray for her. her name is... Both of your names are Deborah.
1: Okay.
3: Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Anybody? else
3: um, hi guys. So this morning I was watching this um Face channel and I was um listening to some women on one table talk and then they mentioned something about the importance of hearing God's voice and basically a bunch of what it talks about God was having the um, saying yes to God every day so I want to give us our strength to say yes to God in all aspects of our life or whatever he asks us to do that we don't come up with excuses or reasons why we cannot do okay. oh, I... I...
0: yeah so, um, please, I suppose, Please, repeat those.
1: Door, um, I Okay. Uh, and. mm, mm. I'm sorry
0: we got what you said. I heard that. Yeah, his family. To pray for their family.
3: His family Okay,
1: please,
0: is there anybody else?
3: something i remember, but i don't forget
1: hi do mm-hmm.
3: um okay so like you i was just like yeah i'm fine thank you so i was just like i was just a about like um clarity concerning my dreams and vision you get that? Yep. Oh, and restoration.
0: Hmm. Restoration of what? Do you mind sharing?
3: Um, the dreams and patients. It's not so often like I used to have it before. Before, I used to have it like back-to-back, every day, But now it's just like once in a while. Are hey, you the person I was talking about. Maybe. I don't know. I do not want to say anything. I just have dropped it myself to say, just say the prayer, point out, maybe the one. Right.
0: Anybody else? Man, I know that there's somebody here that... Uh, is this your first time? Is whose first time? <laughs> i not faced as anybody, but this is your first time here, and you're not sure if you don't disturb these people in your prayer points. If you don't disturb us, who will you disturb? Man, I'm giving you... Man, I'm sending you... At least... Man, you're not asking for some kind of very difficult thing.
1: So it's
0: God, it's God humbles our prayer points. He humbles the problems that try to look like mountains so please if you have a prayer point speak up say something I'm not in a hurry to finish
3: hi guys so immediately she came saying a prayer request I just remembered something and is there um, I have this kind of, I don't, I don't know whether I should call it dream or imagination, but whenever I sleep I have some imaginations or dreams, and when I wake up I don't remember it. I don't even remember anything that happened. And I don't know, I just want to go over them. I don't know what their plan is in my life. So I just want God to just take control over the whole thing. Like I can be sleeping and then I'll I'll just recall. And the thing is, sometimes the occult-wise, and I know the occult-wise, but it's always difficult to remember what it is that is happening. So I just want to... I I think this is not
0: really... It's a prayer point, but the reason God had you say it was not because we had to pray about it. Um, There are things that you should practice every day. Start by recalling your day so you can get a book and a paper and remember everything. You can write it down. Writing it down is helpful. Write down everything you did from morning till now. Everything. Everyone you remember. Anyone you remember you had. Keep writing, keep writing, keep writing. Keep practicing it over and over again because our minds, our muscles, they're like muscles. You need to train it to do a certain thing over and over and over again. There are people here who, the days that were being we're silenced, the days that were, um, let's say, meditating. Uh, and other people, a lot of us were seeing different things. Some people were not seeing anything because the muscle is developing. It's, it's, it's tender. It's something you need to keep working consistently. That's why just because you don't pray today doesn't mean you should not pray tomorrow. Things like that. So please, train your mind. Um just do that particular exercise. Write it down. Write down what you've done the whole day. I don't know why I said write down. I believe that is special to you. Because normally I would have said just remember. But I believe you need to write it down. When you wake up, write down your dream. There's something um you can also do to remember your dreams. When you wake up, don't be quick to open your eyes. Even if you feel frightened, if you pray for grace, allow the Holy Spirit to help you. So when you wake up, you don't open your eyes immediately. Your eyes remain shut. Your mind is there, but your eyes remain shut. And then you try to remember your dream. Even if you don't remember it, keep your eyes like that for a while. Slowly, just allow your mind to wake up fully before you open your eyes. You're training your mind. You're training your senses. you preparation, training your senses and so on and so forth. Somebody's prayer points, Yesha.
1: Boom 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 boom.
0: Sweat or sweat. <laughs> um. God given <sighs> Again, okay, no, you're not disturbing us with your prayer points. So I'd just like us to spend some time thanking God for all the prayers that He has already answered, for all the things that He has already done. Um, but we will not, in our desire for more, be or neglect the fact that God has already done a lot. We will not allow... The fact that we want to receive much more from God over what they call them, is overwhelmed. So I covered the fact that God has already done a lot for us and not ungrateful. For some of us, it's like God is ringing a alarm in our ear. That's what I'm just seeing or sensing. God is waking you up. He's doing everything He can to wake you up. He's stretching you. He's pulling you. He's calling you. Some days you feel such a strong leading to either pray or do something. Maybe it's even forgive or speak to somebody, but you're just fighting against it. <sighs> pray for grace or for that person. Kian, please. Um. Something happens when, when we hear an instruction and you're not even sure completely if it relates to you. You don't have to wait, comp- like, depending on the nature of the instruction, you might not have to wait to be completely sure before you um, reach out in faith. It's important because Bible says, seek the Lord while he may be found. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Cannot grieve. Be careful not to grieve the Holy Spirit. Stop. Don't act like it's a person you're coming here to see. I know we're here, we're meeting together, but God is the one that organized this meeting. Same time you see something or you hear something, by faith tap into it. Receive and believe what God is giving you and what God is doing for you. And I, I've been sensing a need to just pull back a little bit. You need to you need to be aware who you're coming here for. You need to be aware who all this is for. It's for God. Not me. If the Holy Spirit, I'm, like, for a while, I had a problem with my memory. If the Holy Spirit doesn't remind me something, I probably don't remember. So you share your prayer points here. We pray about it here. God deals with it. If He brings it back to remember, remembrance, we pray about it again. But it's not because I'm special. There's nothing... I don't even know. I'm trying to... I'm looking forward to see. But Be careful. That you don't lose reverence for what God is doing, for the presence of God.
1: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you,
0: Jesus. So please, tomorrow morning, even if you don't read your Bible, please pray when you wake up. Try to read one chapter of the Bible or any chapter at all. So do, don't don't procrastinate. Don't push it forward. So just do it once you wake up, please. Please. We don't always understand these things. We don't know why. This has been something we've been talking about over and over again. I don't know how many how many times I'm mentioning this thing. Sure. On a normal day or normal circumstances, I'll say it was and remove my hand but I've said it so many times here it's not because I like talking <laughs> I enjoy talking at times but that is no why. God is truly really saying something to us me I'm not coming here to, to be very honest I think I've said it before I don't come here to minister to anybody anything I say is the Holy Spirit that is saying it I come here to be minister to I need God's help The first thing, one of the first things we shared today when we were sharing what we learned during our private time was how me, from being my prayer, what God held me on, the scripture he held me on today, was that he himself would become my strength and it is a word for all of us. Until God becomes your strength, he you cannot fill you with strength. How does he become your strength? What is the difference between somebody who has entered into rest and somebody who hasn't? Your belief. God can only be your strength when you believe he's your strength. Sometimes you believe the, like, for the, the people because it's not only um, our sister but for the people who feel like they've lost their certain gifts feel like somebody's only a voice a very unique voice that God gave you think that when they not even sure if it, was, if it was a gift but now as I said it you're thinking about it's way too. It's like it's me talking about it's you. So um Some of the gifts that that have been lost have, they weren't really lost. They were I say they were frozen. God didn't take them away. But you need to do you need to perform certain activities to sustain them and to develop them. Spiritual activities. They are from God now. Spiritual activities are not things that are made to be done. They weren't meant to be done. They're weren't things you're meant to suffer to do. You're not meant to struggle to pray. Even if you struggle, self-continue praying. So please, this is a correction, a approval. Please take it the best way you can. Value God's presence. Value Him. Oh, the prayer points you are praying he wants to answer them but you don't spend enough time with him to receive the answer let's be more consistent let's be more intentional about the time we spend with him please 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 don't neglect this time the world is coming to a standstill which they i was seeing in the news that they even want to do um lockdown again do you know how much the, log, the first lockdown took out, um, out of people's mental health? It affected a lot of people a lot. So please, this is not a time to neglect your time with God. This is a time to find you. Please, make time for God. Please,
1: make time for God. Please. The
0: Bible calls us as ambassadors. We are here to represent him, so to present his appeal. I cannot do more than what I have done. I don't think, at least not now, I don't think I can. I told you this part. This is what you need to do. If you feel like you've lost the gifts, you've lost some kind of thing in the presence of God, just go back. Don't allow guilt to make you stay outside. Yes, we are not able to pray today. Okay, pray tomorrow. If you are not able to pray in the morning, pray in the afternoon. Pray when you remember. Say a short prayer. Nobody is counting your time. Nobody is judging you. I am not there with you. If you come here and lie, if you don't, if you come here and say the truth, nothing will happen to you. Like it is not going to take out of you. It's for you. So please, like, please, this is a, this is a personal thing. Don't allow the devil deceive you. Don't allow that shame keep you from speaking to God. Shame of words, why should you allow him not allow you to talk to God? okay, you forgot, and so what did God tell you if you ever forget to pray to me, I will forget you. That's why we need the Word of God in us too, so we will not be easily deceived by every thought that crosses our mind. <coughs> I don't know what this is telling me. <laughs> it's telling me like this is. We can do better. We can. We will. We must. This is something I've noticed in people, generally of our generation, the tendency to avoid this consistency. <laughs> I'm rhyming. <laughs> but um the tendency there. Then we'll come once in a while and we'll go with this kind of big fire nobody will hear what he gain on fire for jesus but like my pastor said he said every time you have an encounter you need a structure to maintain that encounter to maintain the effect look at paul paul was going from glory to glory it's not every day he prayed he had a vision you know, it didn't say so in the bible just some days he prayed he didn't feel like there are days where I, even myself i have to draw drag myself so put my bible and read things like that you feel like do you, do you feel like eating every must you feel like eating before you eat let's value the presence of god consistency just like we have this time that we come here to pray if you can make it every time you don't have to if you have exams or something But you have to spend time with God every single day. Every single day. So we're going to pray over these prayer points from Mr. Daniel. Mr. Daniel, for those of us who don't know, him and his son were involved in the fire. And sadly, his son has already passed away. So I was just going to pray. And I said that we were going to wake him up. So I'm going to pray against the spirit of guilt and condemnation. That God should give him. God should comfort him. God should become his strength. You know the fact that I'm here, Seth, saying all these things today. Yesterday evening, I didn't know if I was going to be able to do it. I almost wasn't even able to study it today, self. Because of how my mind was. But God said that he was going to become my strength. And he did. He said so and I believed him. How did he say so? The Bible said so. It's not like I needed to hear one kind of clear voice or anything. I wasn't waiting for a voice. Open the Bible. And I felt like this place that I landed on, I didn't have a mistake. God wants to say something to me through this place that I landed. He said He was going to become my strength. Psalm 118 verse 14. My strength, my song. What to make a person sing? Joy. Songs of joy. Songs of deliverance. Songs of peace. He was going to be the reason, literally, that I would sing. But He is. And said, He would also be my salvation. My Jesus. Because Jesus' name means salvation. Name Jesus means salvation. Yeshua. Salvation. Okay, so let's just pray over... This testimonies. Yeah, they're already testimonies as a prophecy. Every prayer point has become a testimony. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we pray for Mr. Daniel. We pray against the spirits of condemnation and of guilt. We pray, Lord, that as he wakes up your he would feel your loving arms around him. We pray, Lord, that you become his his capacity to survive. Let it not be that it's not about what he can do. Let it be about what you can do to him. I pray that you sustain. You sustain. You sustain. The
3: promises always come through. Not relying on me. but dependent on you. Me. Really I mean,
0: not dependent on me, but reliant on it... you. Yeah.
3: Thank you Lord for sustaining him.
0: God keep holding on to him. Verse two and five. The second prayer point is for Mr David's ministration on Sunday and for ourselves to to hear God clearly. And I just remembered when he gave this prayer point, God said that um you need to believe. Not just him, we all need to believe. Believe. Believe that God can speak to you. Believe that God can speak through you believe that God wants to speak to you and through you and He will. So Lord we pray for Mr. David. We pray, O oh Lord, that ah honor him. On him. He has asked he he asks for prayers. We ask O oh Lord that something different. let let there be a different thing that happens. A good kind of different. Something new, something birthed believe God is already doing something already inside the church itself. Now let this break him forth into a new dimension of his ministry. Let him, let his relationship with you be so increased and so much better that it will surprise even him as the beneficiary. We pray for ourselves, I see. Praying for Emmanuel, praying for Dapo. Pray for the grace to be consistent. We pray for a clarity. We remove all the noises around the minds of all your children here, each and every one of us. Let there be clarity. There we see road. Let there be clarity, Lord. Let us know what to do and do it in Jesus' name. The next prayer point is for Doreen and our friends' safety back home. Lord, we cover all the roads and all the air um with the blood of Jesus. We declare that on the road they will be safe and secure. Come against the activities of kidnappers or even fear. Come against the activity of fear in the hearts of your children. Bind that spirit. There shall be no fear. They would go boldly and courageously knowing that they are protected. We ask, Lord, that you replace all the drivers and the pilots with um, angels and that these angels will know what they are doing to deliver them safely. Lord, if there is trouble in front, let your children be separated from the trouble completely in the name of Jesus, even if the trouble is behind or around them, let's not be able to come near them in Jesus' name. We pray for consistency in saying yes to you, O Lord. We used to say yes consistently. When you tell us to do this, let's just do it. Tell us to do that. Let's just do it. Help us, O Lord. Help us, O Lord, help us, O Lord. Thank you, Lord. Um Pray for the gift of tongues. For any of us here who has not yet received. Pray for everything that needs to be in place, to be in place for this gift to manifest itself. It's already there. It's already within. Pray for the right situation, the right environment. Ah, environment. Right environment. Bring it out in Jesus' name. So again, in any sense, please
3: know that I remember. Sure. let to
0: here. Yeah. Hmm. I'm to pray for the IW family. Don't know if many of us watch this video. It touched my heart. I realized why God allowed me to go through grief today. Because nothing can separate us from the love of God. And sometimes it's the pain of loss. Sometimes it's like like a test you need to pass. If you get to this point, what would happen? Sometimes it's a dream that you lose. Sometimes it's a prayer point, something you have been praying for and it's also to happen. It doesn't mean when you pray, you shouldn't believe it would happen. God already has answered our prayer points. But if you have lost something, then God can use it to bring a peaceful lesson out of it. Lord, you pray for consistency. Pray for consistency. Pray for the ADB family. Pray for you, for you to march on even more. Ah! Oh God, the devil will be it will it will be angry. The Bible says if they had known, if the princes of this world had known, they would not have slain the King of Glory. Ah, God, thank you because these things that have happened will bring about so much glory and honor to Your Kingdom that will end up being very very sure that what the enemy means for evil, even you can use for good. Thank you, Heavenly Father do we pray for clarity for your daughter. Let every haze clear. Let every haziness clear. In your mercy, Lord, give her clarity. Pray for your other daughter, daughter. Pray for all of us here. Restore the ability, abilities unto us that have been lost. Even abilities we did not know that we should have had. Restore them. Restore, 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 restore. The mighty name of Jesus. Bring somebody's on his. The ability to think very well, or think clearly, or something like that. Maybe now you're not able to think clearly anymore. Unable to see things as they are. What scripture was this? Right. the scripture that's the scripture that's coming to my mind.
3: When was that? When was that? This is I'll seven, seven, seven. this is, this one. This is it. something that has to do with clarity. something that has to do with clarity. Yes. I don't even like that, this is wrong well. remember, it's all about
0: shit. The that had to do with clarity, yes, yes. If thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. The singleness there was referring to clarity. Like when people use glasses, sometimes you see that because they are seeing to one object in two places when the object is in one place. When he says if your eye be single, your whole body will be full of light, it means you can see things clearly. It's God giving you clarity. Where is that scripture? Did I read this thing I did was in my other channel. Okay, so here. in my other channel. Sorry.
3: Sorry about that. Um so I think it's in is Matthew sixty.
0: Says the eye is the light of the body. That I be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. It speaks of clarity. So you know exactly what to do. Pray, for Lord, that you give us clarity. In Jesus' name. Pray that you restore gifts. Gifts that have been lost. Gifts we did not know we should have had. We believe you. We thank you for it, Lord. In Jesus' name. Pray for your daughter. He grace to remember all the dreams that she has. Um, give her way, wisdom and understanding to know exactly what she needs to do.
1: Every season. In Jesus'
3: name. Amen. is always relying on me but depending on me but relying on you my seeds on you every day I will trust you
0: pray Lord for each and every one of us here for an ability to believe more in your ability to help us than in your ability to respond I will trust more in your ability to speak than in our ability to listen. Oh Lord, help us to take our eyes off ourselves and place our eyes solely, squarely on you. Thank you for your favor upon each and every one of our lives. Prayer points that we have that we are not able to mention. Maybe we forgot or we just didn't think it was necessary to pray about this. We pray Lord that. Danielle, you are Pray Lord in the name of Jesus that
1: um,
0: you take care of even such search points in the name of Jesus.
1: Oh, thank you Lord. Thank you, Jesus.
0: So thank you all for joining tonight. And God bless you. Have an amazing night. Pray the angels of God minister to you even as you
1: sleep. All right. Good night.
0: Somebody should say good night, please.
1: Good
3: night. Good night. Thank you. Good, good, night. Night. good night. Thank well. you. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Night, Have a, a good sleep. Sorry? Yes, yeah, sleep well. Oh, thank you very much. You too, sir. Thank you. Be blessed
1: yeah,
3: yeah, thank you very much. Good night, Genesis. Good night. Why is everybody not going? I'm
0: going to wait for you now. (laughs) I don't know. Night with you. Doreen likes waiting to the end so that she'll talk to me. I mean, we'll we'll have our our conversation.
3: Eh, okay. No wonder. That's the right for sharing.
1: Okay.
0: What? What? don't worry
3: all right see you when you finish your discussion
0: don't even know (laughs) just take it please good night anyway
3: good night
0: dream dream and tell me the dream yeah i do all right sir Please don't let me store you this cup.
3: (laughs) Yeah, never will happen, I call this star.
0: (laughs) No, please just call me Genesis. I like Genesis. I don't like brother Genesis. I don't, just Genesis. Mm. I like it. Genesis like that is fine.
3: I'll add your title story.
0: Madam, (laughs) hey, don't let me. Hey, I used to want people to know. If you want me to watch, I will (laughs) tell (laughs) you I
1: know.
3: Thank you. Good night, everybody.